Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're entering the news vault from KCBS Radio. Flames and the smoke. I have a tape recorder in my hand. Now, nobody would think of doing that. The newsmen were blocking the door. It worked for a couple of seconds. Bringing the sounds of history back to life. Here's your host, Stan Bunger. And thanks again for joining us on the News Vault from KCBS Radio. This time, for our second episode, we stay in theme with episode number one, looking back at a turbulent time on college campuses in America. Let's set the scene for you again, in case you missed our first episode or just as a reset here. This had to do with San Francisco State College, as it was then known. Today, it's known as San Francisco State University. And there had been building turmoil on that campus for months, leading up to the fall of 1968. Two college presidents had been ousted. By the time we get to November of 1968, S.I. Hayakawa, a professor of English and a semanticist, has been named the acting or interim president of SF State. He had ordered the campus closed and then in early December ordered San Francisco State's campus reopened. There were all sorts of issues. There was violence that had occurred in the previous week or so, uh, when students and police had clashed on the campus. And it all came to a head on the morning of December 2nd when Hayakawa ordered the campus reopen a Monday morning and student protesters pulled a sound truck to the edge of campus. Hayakawa climbed aboard, tried to disconnect the speaker wires, got his hat pulled off his head in the process. And by the end of that week, the story had grown to the point where the city of San Francisco, the state of California were involved. And what we found in the archives was... A joint news conference, San Francisco State President S.I. Hayakawa and the mayor of San Francisco, Joseph Aliotto. The story was so big at the time that KCBS carried it live. The anchor voice you'll hear to begin all of this is Frank Knight, a late colleague of mine at KCBS. And parenthetically, Frank was a man responsible for preserving many of the pieces of audio that you'll be hearing on the News Vault series as we go forward. Both Frank and another longtime KCBS anchor by the name of Ken Ackerman believed in maintaining this stuff. And if they hadn't, much of it would certainly have been lost. But from Frank and Ken and others who held on to these recordings, many of them reel-to-reel tape recordings, as was this one, were able to bring these nuggets back to life. So this is a news conference held on the evening of Thursday, December 5th, 1968, in San Francisco. Good evening, this is Frank Knight reporting on KCBS News Radio from San Francisco City Hall, where the mayor is about to have a special news conference. His honor has been meeting with some of the leaders of the black community, including Supervisor Terry Francois tonight, along with S.I. Hayakawa, the acting president of San Francisco State. Now, the mayor of San Francisco, Joseph Aliotto. I want to say that we have been working intensively on this whole question of the problem of San Francisco State since the unpleasantness out there started. None of us has ever believed that a police solution was the final solution to the problems of San Francisco State. We realized that we were dealing with educational issues that were of some importance. And the peculiar thing about this whole matter 
is that the educational issues were largely agreed to by most of the parties long time ago, a long time ago. So the strike has really been come and the action on the campus has been, uh, has been mixed up with issues that aren't really germane to what we have been talking about. Now, as you know, this office has in the past uh, offered to use, uh, use the position of the mayor to mediate disputes between parties. There was a symphony strike. There was a teacher strike. Let me tell you about our teacher strike. I thought the issues there were a lot more difficult to solution than any of the issues we're talking about today. And that's so I think of the retail clerk strike and the civil service, the threatened strike of <coughs> civil service workers here. Now, I'm convinced, despite the ugliness of some of the episodes, of the past three days. And as far as I'm concerned, the police have acted at all times in a very professional manner and with great restraint in the face of incredible provocation. It is unfortunate that we have had the incidents that we have had on the campus, but apparently there is somebody else who's willing that, not us. As I said before, the existence of violence on that campus and the dimension of violence on that campus has been determined all along by those who were acting against the police and not by the police themselves. Nevertheless, despite that, some of the ugly situations at State College, we in San Francisco have not been willing to accept the position of simply supplying police power. We think that we have an obligation beyond that. And that obligation beyond that means that we have to use all of our efforts to mobilize all of the parties involved and all of the community to a solution of the problems we have at State. And I'm satisfied that that solution is in sight. There's men of goodwill, if people really want to settle on the educational issues and nothing else. If this is where we are, there is a solution in sight. Now, in the last three days I have had, and today particularly, I've had very, very close contact, first of all, with our supervisors who have been working on their own to bring about a solution to these problems. And I want to pay special tribute for the involvement of Supervisor Francois, Supervisor McCarthy, Supervisor Mendelssohn, who have worked, uh, have given up their time, who have been on the, on the spot at State to observe what is going on and to lend their considerable talents at mediation. Today I had the opportunity of talking to Chancellor Dumkey, had the opportunity of talking to our legislators, including Senator Wedworth, who has been on the spot out there and who who has a thorough knowledge of some of the things that are going on out there. I've also been in touch with representatives of the trustees today. Uh, the um, most important of all, we have very frankly asked some of those who have been associated in the mayor's office and identified in the mayor's office, like Bill Chester of LWU and others, to make a real effort working through the labor unions and in an attempt to resolve the issues posed by the strike sanction. All of you know that there's a request for strike sanction before the Labor Council. I have intervened in, with respect to that matter, have been asked that that sanction not be granted until the Labor Council attempts some mediation of the issues raised by the American Federation of Teachers. We have said before that there isn't any doubt that the policemen can contain any violence or threatened violence by students. No policeman can operate against a teacher strike. There's nothing you can do at that level. And so we are intervening actively in that area where we think the greatest danger lies, and that's in the area of that request for strike sanction. The labor union has now called a meeting on Monday morning at 10 o'clock. They have invited me to be at that meeting at the labor council 
I, or a representative of this office, will be there. We have accepted the invitation. I understand that a representative of the trustees will be there, specifically the Vice Chancellor, Mr. Keene, with whom we have had certain communications today. I understand, too, that certain representatives of the legislature will be there, and there will be representatives of the administration of State College. So the first time you are getting together in one place, all of those with the power of decision and the power to do something about this very unfortunate dispute. And so I say that despite the, the ugliness of some of the episodes of the past few days, and despite the fact that we are going to continue to supply whatever police power is necessary to put down violence or threats of violence, going to continue to do that, and I want that very, very clear, that nevertheless we are going to make a determined effort now to bring the parties together to settle this dispute. Now, I have a certain, I'm very sanguine as a matter of fact, about the possibilities of accomplishing this, and I'm sanguine because the issues themselves don't present any big problems. I am satisfied from everything I have seen, and I am satisfied uh, from my conversations with Dr. Hayakawa. I am satisfied from my conversations with uh, Chancellor Dumkey, with the faculty members with whom I have discussed this matter at San Francisco State, and with some students. I haven't been too successful in getting too many students to talk to me about this thing. But I'm satisfied, particularly in the light of my conversations with the faculty members, that we can solve this problem in the light of the issues we're talking about. I'm satisfied of that because I am certain in my own mind that come February 1st, there is going to be an ethnic studies department at San Francisco State. Uh, this has been, this has, yes, I'm predicting that. In the light of all everything I've heard today, I'm predicting that we're going to be able to hammer out a solution which will involve an ethnic studies department, a separate department at San Francisco State beginning in February, beginning with that new term. I'm satisfied of that. It has to be implemented, and some of the other matters have to be worked out. But I want to point out that this was largely agreed to some time ago. This isn't a new agreement. It's just now a question of getting the parties off some of the hang-ups they all have, and all of them have some of them. And I'm certain that the intervention of the labor union, which is the most hopeful thing that's happened today, plus the fact that we can mobilize around the labor union issue, almost all of the community, including members of the religious community, the social community, the professional organizations around San Francisco, some of the Chamber of Commerce elements and the Downtown Association are going to mobilize all of those elements beginning on Monday morning in what I regard as a very hopeful attempt, a very hopeful attempt to get this issue behind us. As I said before, we are not content to play the role of policeman alone in San Francisco, although that's all the jurisdiction we really have. But we also have jurisdiction over the city generally, and what is going on is not palatable to me or to anybody else. As I say, that police power has been used with restraint. The police have acted in the highest traditions, and they've acted professionally. Now, despite that, we don't want a police solution alone on issues that the parties have a certain basic agreement upon. Now, one of the principal things that's going to happen is that tomorrow morning at about 11 o'clock, San Francisco State will respond to the demands, the formal demands that have been made by the various groups. Now, these responses have been in preparation over a long period of time. They were in preparation when Dr. Smith was president at the college, and they have continued in preparation right down to date, and tomorrow I think we're going to be able to crystallize 
the opinion of the college itself to those demands. Once the, once the college has responded, I think the issue will be drawn as between the demands and the response of the college, and I think you're going to find that with respect to the basic question of a black studies program, or with respect to that basic question of taking the considerable number of black study courses they now have and integrating those in a single department, which will probably have as much autonomy as any other department, no more and no less. It will be on the parity with every other single department. I think you will find that that's possible. Yes? As far as I'm concerned, that's a decision to be made by Dr. Hayakawa and the trustees. I have assured them that we can't supply from San Francisco alone whatever police power is necessary to keep that campus open. Does Dr. Hayakawa feel the same way? Dr. Hayakawa can speak for himself. <coughs> speak very well for himself, too. Let me start with a prepared statement. I agree with Mayor Alioto that even though there were ugly scenes on the campus today, there are hopeful signs that the present tumult at San Francisco State College can be brought to a peaceable and sensible solution. A major announcement that can serve as a breakthrough towards the resolution of campus turmoil will be made by me tomorrow morning. I cannot tell you details now. It will be made at, out at the college in the usual press room. We allowed the mid midday rally because we were given assurances that it would be peaceful and because I really do believe in communication. And the absence of police all during the morning and afternoon and uh, the noon hour, the morning and noon hour was noticeable. And when violence occurred, it was not the result of police action, but entirely the responsibility of some of the people who used the rally platform to whip up mob action to attack my office. And after this foray, when the crowd had become a mob, when disruptors caused damage of their own volition, we had to ask the, the police to come in to clear the campus. And I am very grateful to the police for their restraint under extraordinarily difficult conditions. Proud actions of the type that we have seen this week cannot solve any problems, and we must keep this campus open and work vigorously to solve the important educational and social problems involved. Let me report finally that this morning, classroom attendance was excellent. This afternoon, we suffered widespread damage to windows in several buildings and mob action hurt attendance in early afternoon classes. However, evening classes are scheduled as usual. And the college will be open tomorrow, and I hope fervently that faculty, student, and community citizens will discard violence as their way of life so that we can put our collective energies and intelligence to work in solving our common problems. Dr. Hayakawa, has a decision been made to create an ethnic uh, study? I would rather make the announcement tomorrow, if you please. Dr. Hayakawa, yesterday you said that Carlton Goodlett was a close and valued friend of yours. Today he was arrested. Do we have your comment on that? I'm very sorry he was arrested. He remains my friend. Okay, I want to add, as long as you've raised the question of Dr. Carlton Goodlett's arrest, I want you to know that that, the, that he was uh, permitted to uh, leave jail on his own recognizance. He was OR'd immediately, and he preferred to stay in jail, for whatever dramatic quality, I assume, that that may, that may accrue to him because of that. But I do want you to know that he could walk out of jail at any time, even though he is, he is staying there. What the, thing the, whole, the, the thing has the whole, the thing has kind of the, uh, kind of the aspect of a Don Quixote adventure as far as I'm concerned. What are the charges? What are the charges? I don't have the, I don't have the specific charges, 
against uh, Dr. Goodlett, but it was a peaceable arrest, and he was told after being booked that he could go on his own recognizance and chooses not to do so for reasons perhaps that he can't explain. Do you consider his efforts windmill jostling? I consider the notion of staying in jail when you don't have to do so uh, melodramatic, uh, has a melodramatic quality about it. It's not necessary, and it's a side issue. It doesn't involve anything we are talking about. How about his, uh, his uh, responsibility in going on campus in the first place? How do you feel about that? Well, uh, yesterday, Dr. Carlton Goodlett, I think, served a good purpose when he led certain students off the campus when the police appeared. I think he served a good purpose at that time. Uh, if uh, today he went on, and in the opinion of the policeman, and I have... I have great confidence in our policemen. He violated certain laws. I, I haven't had an opportunity to consult well, the Iacolo, actual... Do you know what law he violated? It was the Malford Act? No, I do not. I do not know the technicalities of this. How about no. the two ministers that were arrested? you know what they violated? You're telling me for the first time that two ministers were arrested. What's that? Dr. Hyacoma, do you think youth men violate any regulations being on campus? I have not been, I have had, not had reports today of newsmen violating any regulations on campus. So what is newsmen for being today? There were two questions coming at once, and I've got the first part of one and the second part of the other, and neither of them make sense that way. Yesterday it seemed to me that they had played a very, very helpful role. Today their role seemed to me not nearly as helpful. I believe that Mayor Aliotta has already mentioned the fact that, that instead of allaying the uh, excitement as they clearly did yesterday, they tended to increase it, as what far as I could tell. They, they escalated whatever excitement was already in existence at the time they appeared on campus. I've had meetings this afternoon, not only th th today, not only with the um, executive committee of the academic senate, but also this afternoon with the council of academic deans. Were you in your office when the uh, invasion occurred? Yes, I was. Doctor, why can't you tell us tonight what this major breakthrough announcement that tomorrow morning is going to be? Well, I just can't tell you tonight. I just agreed not to say it because there's certain tiny little details that simply have to be ironed out. My, understand, my understanding is that this response is being made by another group in the college which hasn't completed it yet and won't complete it until sometime tonight. Is that the trustees? No, it's not the trustees. What's not the name the of that council actually that's working the on council, it? It's gone through the faculty, it's gone through the academic senate, it's now going through the council of academic deans and I cannot speak for myself, I just have to, I am the spokesman for the faculty as a whole and the deans. It will not be a convocation, it will be a news conference, probably at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. We will keep you informed. Mr. Mayor, you said a little bit earlier that Monday there was going to be a meeting of the Labor Union. Do you mean the Labor Council? There's going to be a meeting at the Labor Council of Labor Union representatives to act upon the request of the AFT for strike sanction. And it seems to me that out of that issue, we can mount a mediation effort that will work and get this problem behind us. Are you assuming then that the response tomorrow will still require more mediation after? I'm not assuming uh, anything at all because I don't know anything about the response tomorrow, Joe. All I'm assuming is that there's going to be a response, and I do know there's going to be a meeting on Monday 
and I assume that that request for strike sanction will be acted on Monday. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. S.I. Hayakawa, the acting or interim president of San Francisco State College, have just held a news conference which has lasted about 15 minutes, about as long as it was scheduled to tonight. During the news conference here, the mayor says he's been working intensely with various leaders throughout the black community during the past three days. He mentioned uh, during he, the news conference that the educational issues were largely agreed to by the parties involved a long time ago, despite the ugliness uh, of the incidents that uh, have occurred during the past three days at SF State. The mayor said he's convinced that police have acted at all times in a very professional manner. And he said we in San Francisco have not been willing to supply just police power, but we have managed to supply other means to mediate this uh, dispute. During the last three days, he says, I've been in close contact with Supervisors McCarthy, Mendelssohn, and Francois, and also talked to Chancellor Dumkey, and talked also with the trustees. The mayor also mentioned that uh, labor is going to take a uh, large role in settling this dispute. Of course, as uh, you remember, some time ago, uh, about two days ago it was, uh, the uh, teachers uh, threatened to go on strike, and uh, the mayor says he's been conversing with Bill Chester of the Longshoremen's Union, the ILWU, and uh, the mayor says that uh, he has intervened uh, and he is hopeful, too, that a strike sanction will not be granted. The labor union has called a meeting at 10 a.m. Monday morning. The trustees are supposed to be there to help settle this thing. Getting back to the uh, situation at State, the mayor said that uh, he'll continue to supply police power, but uh, he, uh, as part of the city administration, is hoping that uh, his office uh, will be able to make a determined effort to bring both sides together. Shortly afterwards, uh, S.I. Hayakawa took the microphone in this packed room here at uh, San Francisco City Hall and uh, mentioned that a major announcement that can serve as a breakthrough toward the resolution of campus turmoil would be made by him tomorrow at 11 a.m. in his office. He refused and very reluctantly refused to give details on what exactly would be discussed. He said this morning classroom attendance was excellent. This morning we suffered widespread damage to the windows in several buildings. The mob action hurt our early afternoon classes. Concerning the uh, latest appearance of uh, some of the black leaders on the uh, campus, uh, S.I. Hayakawa mentioned also that uh, uh, particularly um, uh, city councilman uh, who, who attended, uh, I should, I, uh, I'm not, I don't mean city councilman, I mean the uh, publisher, uh, Mr. Goodlett, who was at today's session, uh, at SF State, uh, his appearance there seemed to fan the flames of uh, dissent considerably. Well, that's just about it from San Francisco City Hall. This is Frank Knight, KCBS News Radio. Remember to follow the News Vault from KCBS Radio on social media. On Facebook, we're at News Vault Podcast. On Twitter, find us at News Vault SF. On Instagram, we're at News Vault. Until our next episode, you are leaving the News Vault from KCBS Radio.
Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.